was part of a beautifully preserved Georgian terrace, its graceful facade as pleasing today as when it was first built in 1810, some five hundred years earlier. In fact, Lydall Street was the only Georgian terrace left standing in the metropolis. It was also the only street with houses built of brick. To the people who lived in the flame-proof plastic buildings of the city, Lydall Street had enormous charm an incredible sense of history, and a tactile quality missing from their own mirror-smooth vinyl environment. The reality of living there was, of course, quite different. The houses were drafty, uncomfortable, and cost a fortune to maintain. Although it was an honour to be allowed to occupy such a dwelling, it was also vital that you were rich. Some people said it was better if you were mad. The truth was, of course, it was better if you were both. The family who occupied number 25 possessed the above qualifications in great abundance, but they also possessed a much greater and more precious gift, genius. The Sylvest family, for it was they who occupied number 25, were all gifted mathematicians. Professor Archie Sylvest was a tall man with a grey, matted thatch of hair that wouldn't lie neatly however much it was combed. His face was florid and his waist thick from drinking too much Voxnik, a delicious alcoholic beverage made from fermented Viston seeds. As it was again chic to be fat, and as Voxnik was this season's most fashionable drink, Archie was able to pat his paunch with considerable pride as he ordered yet another round. In fact, Archie should have been totally happy. His wife, Naimo, was a stimulating companion. He loved his work at the university, wallowed in the company of his students, reveled in the respect shown by his fellow lecturers, loved drinking too much Voxnik with computer programmer Vestal Smith, a person of deep warmth, deep personal understanding, and even deeper blue eyes. In fact, Archie would have been totally happy if it hadn't been for one thing. He was frightened to go home, for there were his twin sons. Romulus and Remus Sylvest were twelve-year-old identical twins. Such was their precise mirror image of each other, even their parents were occasionally confused. This gave the twins enormous pleasure, and they would go out of their way to create even further embarrassment. The trouble was they didn't know when to stop, and they would go on and on and on.